Sarah, are you making it over? I doubt it. Bad times. Yeah. Bad times. Webinar is now streaming live. Oh. Hold on, we're not ready. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, it's definitely live streaming because I didn't hit mute in enough time. Hey, everybody, welcome to Divi Chat, episode 103. Holy shit. That's like two years worth of Divi Chats. It's 104. Is it 104? Is it 104? If it's wrong, (laughs) I promise to correct it. We're up there. Uncle (laughs) Social is in the house and knows SJ. He says, welcome, SJ. Hey, everyone, it's SJ. See, it's not me. I didn't type anything. (laughs) 30 seconds in and you're dropping shit bombs, David. This is going to be some episode. That's That's right. right. Today we're going to talk about the best places to learn Divi and obviously we have one of our long lost souls brothers from another mother Mr. SJ James in the house but before you say anything SJ we're letting the ladies go first so like the good gentleman that we are (laughs) Leslie how you doing uh, I'm doing wonderful. Um, I'm Leslie Burnell of A Girl in Her Mac, and you could find me at agirlinhermac.design. Fantastic. Hi, Sarah. Hey, I'm Sarah Oates from Endure Web Studios. You can find me at Endure Web on the socials or endure.com.au. Awesome. And SJ. I'm SJ. You can find me at Aspen Grove Studios, Divi Space, and Pornhub. There you go. <laughs> and Uncle Social. Oh. You can watch that video, Leslie. Don't you lie. <laughs> I, I didn't say anything. <laughs> All right. Everybody, Tim Streifler here. You can find me online at divilife.com. TimStreifler.com and WPGears.com. Boom. All right. And I guess it's my turn. My name is David Blackman. With the same companies over there as Mr. SJ James, Divi Space, Aspen Grove Studios, and WP Gears with Tim. And we're going to talk about places, good places to learn Divi. There's obviously a lot of good courses out there that you can pay, premium courses. But there's also some really, really fantastic free resources that you can learn Divi. And I'm going to go with, I'm going to start off this episode with my favorite free resource when I was learning Divi. And it was Facebook. There was Facebook groups with lots of awesome people. And as a matter of fact, a lot of these people were in that group in the very beginning. And we became friends there and we learned Divi together and stuff. So that is, to me, one of the best resources to learn Divi because you've got tens of thousands of people at your fingertips and stuff. And I want to do a very special welcome and say, hey, everybody, thanks for joining us. We've got our regulars in the house. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really liking that. You know, so, yeah. Awesome. I reckon uh, with Facebook, one of the things that's really good to learn is how to use the search feature in Facebook. Because if you go into some of the groups, like people have already asked most of the questions. So unless you've got some weird bug going on, a lot of the time, if you're just going to search in one of the groups, you're going to find answers to the questions <laughs> that you've got anyway. So you can even you just need a membership plugin that works with Divi. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly right. And there's going to be like 10 questions where people have already asked it and heaps of people have had input. So that's really worth learning how to use it effectively because, you know, you can search and sometimes not find very good results. But over time, if you can refine your search a little bit better or make sure you're using the right words, then you can find a lot of answers just from the past. And that's cool because then you don't have to look like you're asking really basic questions. So if you're brand new, it's kind of nice because then you can avoid looking too newbie initially. Awesome. Another little tip for Facebook, give as much information as you can when you are asking because and a link. you don't know what you don't know and you're probably not using the right words if you don't know what you don't know. So at least if you provide a link or a screenshot, Loom is a great tool so you can actually do a video and show people what the problem is and you're much more likely to get help because if you just type it's not working, um, into a comment no one's going <laughs> to even attempt to help you so you need to make sure you're given as much information <laughs> as possible yeah and, and on that note too it's important to keep in mind that facebook groups uh, even if it is like the now official elegant themes facebook group the members there aren't paid to be there they're not paid to help uh, with the exception of the elegant theme staff but they're not really there just being as part of the community not as support so like be friendly, like ask, uh, you know, in a friendly way. I, I've seen people on there like super demanding. And it's the only thing I could think <laughs> of is that they thought that was the official support. And so yeah. like if someone doesn't to... answer within an hour or something, they're like, isn't anyone going to answer me? And yeah. Don't wait till launch day. Don't wait till you're about to launch your client site. And you're like, oh, shit, yeah. I have a bug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So everyone that helps is doing so, giving their time generously. And so be yeah. thankful for that and you'll get more in return. Yeah. And also, and even, if you, even if you do think it's the official support, be nice anyway. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Because <laughs> that's the bigger point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be a nice human. Awesome. Well, where are some other really good resources to learn, Divi? Obviously, Facebook's fantastic. We love it. What are some of you guys' favorite resources to learn, Divi? Maybe when you were new, and I know you are all Divi pros now, so, you know, uh, maybe you still go to places to learn it, but where, where did you learn it when you were new? Tim had his mouth open. I was going to say uh, YouTube. This isn't necessarily where, where I learned. I kind of... Um, learn from from doing and and basically running into a problem and then you know googling or youtubing whatever um, but youtube is awesome our good friend who's in the chat daryl wilson has an awesome youtube channel with how to's on how to build websites with divi very comprehensive uh, and there's there's other youtube videos as well um, youtube is a plethora of awesome information i'm of the belief that you can learn how to do anything on youtube and so wordpress and divi is is no different this guy learned everything he knows about WordPress from YouTube and Facebook. So. <laughs> and that's, am I right in thinking it's still the second biggest search engine? Oh yeah, I think in so. The world yeah. Behind Google, so yeah, it is a, a huge resource. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I love those resources. I mean, there's just so much valuable content out there. Sifting through it can be a little bit overwhelming at times. Um, so, you know, but, but blog posts, there are so many people in the Divi community that produce content around tutorials and um, solving problems and stuff through blog posts, how to do things. Gino has some great, great tutorials 
we have some great, great tutorials. Tim has some great, great tutorials. <laughs> Don't worry, man. I'm getting to you. <laughs> Leslie has some really awesome, awesome yeah. WooCommerce yeah, tutorials that she just came out with. Today. So, There's one more I person. Have on like 30. Sarah is the. I have some essential awesome. green ones. <laughs> no, she has some some ones that are about to be released coming out. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do a lot more tutorials in the next year as well. So we'll just see. But yeah, I think it's important to learn how to search. So if you're going to be looking for blog posts, like if I'm trying to work out how to do something, I'll always start my search with Divi. So start with Divi being the first word because then you're more likely to get ones that are related to Divi because if you're just looking up like how to do something with toggles or whatever, then you're going to get the whole of WordPress if you put Divi at the end. So start with Divi and then try and look for the, the specific word of the module that you're trying to work out how to do. Or like, you know, if you're trying to get the logo to overhang, for example, you might use the wrong word in overhang. So start with Divi, then like header, logo, and then you're going to start to see things that are going to be more relevant. So if you don't know the exact word, that's where um, that could be useful. Play around with your searches, basically. And again, yeah, that comes down to wording as well. So like what everybody now refers to as the jumping header, I think is only really referred to as that because of an early blog post that referred to it as the jumping header. And now it's just yeah. the dumb thing. Everybody says it's the jumping header, but you could be looking for yeah. glitchy header or, you know, and things like that. And um, as long as you've got Divi and header, you'll probably find that within a Google search uh, quite quickly. Um, yeah. One thing worth mentioning is that Elegant Themes have a buttload of tutorials on all of the different modules and things. So we're already talking about kind of extending what Divi can do. If you're just looking for how to use these tools, yeah. how to use the different modules and what they are capable of out of the box, probably the best place to start with is the Elegant Themes documentation because there's, there's a load of it. <clears throat> Yeah, and because they're changing so many of the features as well along the way, like some of the tutorials that might even rank well still are probably from older versions of Divi. So it's always worth having a look at Elegant Themes because they're adding new features and it may be the new features that you're trying to work out how to do. Whereas some of the tutori tutorials taught us how to do things with CSS or like hacky ways of doing things, but now it's built in out of the box. So you might like spend ages on a tutorial where it's actually built right into the module now. And so if you go first probably to Elegant Themes, make sure that it's not already built in and then go look for a hacky way to do something if it's still not able to do what you're trying to do. Yeah, it's kind of weird because it kind of, I don't know, I feel like, I think we've all been in Divi since it came out, but I would think that if you kind of, there's a lot of entry points where someone could be confused because of all the changes. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um. <laughs> Well, it's hard to keep up with tutorials. Like if you've done something in the past yeah. and now. Yeah, all mine show the backend builder. And at some point, um, mm -hmm. if I'm going to keep them up, I'm going to need to go through and either change, you know, once they change the look of the backend or make it visual or do yeah. both something. Or I even just like they move stuff. Some stuff used to be in the first tab and now it's in like the last tab. Yeah. So even that can be confusing for people these days. We have this little platform that we built a couple of years ago. It's, it's self-tutorial. Uh, it's called the Demo Zone. It's got about 25 different designs on it that allows you to go into the back end of Divi cool. and, see, and see how they were built and stuff. Now, I'm going to say this. This has been, you know, this was built in the last couple of years. It still works. 
but everything's kind of moved to the front end builder. Now that I'm yeah. thinking about it, as I'm saying this, we need to make that dang thing compatible for right. the, for the visual <laughs> builder. Then it'll be a badass <laughs> demo zone again. So it's free. It doesn't cost anything. And you can go see, you know, how we built different layouts and designs and stuff. Yeah, David, walk about three miles that way and add it to the bottom of the to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's a really good point though. Cause everyone has a different learning style. And so some people, yeah. they, they just want like an inside peek. And so like the demo zone is perfect because they can see a bunch yeah. of layouts, how they're built, what settings were used, all of that. Some people want like, you know, a formal, formal tutorial tech space that they can scan and read other people like, you know, watching someone do it videos. Uh, and so that's a cool thing about the internet. Also podcasts, Divi Chat, WP the Podcast, yeah. audio. You know, there's so many different ways to learn. And so you can kind of, you know, pick whatever works for your learning style or your habits, you know, if you have a commute, that sort of thing. Yeah, Mark yeah. Murphy in the in the uh YouTube chat uh you know mentioned that he's learned quite a bit from Mac. And I do know that Mac does some really good oh, video yeah. tutorials on YouTube. And I know he has a free Divi course as well. So Thanks for bringing that up, Mark. We can plug Max free Divi course. I don't remember the domain, but we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. We'll find, we'll find it. Divi.university, I believe. Divi.university. There you go. Tim knows everything. All we got to do is... Sorry. The other thing you could do is just download some of the layout packs from Elegant Themes. So like, if you are starting right at the beginning and you want to try and work out how to do things, then you could always just install one of the layout packs that comes built into Divi and then have a look at all the settings as they're doing it. So if they're doing a particular thing you want to know how to do, um, you can then change out all the fonts and the colors and everything to match in what you're trying to do. Sometimes people mix and match. You gotta be careful with mixing and matching layout packs, but um, as long as you unify most of the aspects, you might be able to get overhangs that you're trying to get or that kind of thing. So you could learn from the layout packs themselves. Yeah, that's how I am. I mean, the best way that if, you, if, you know, I'm a, reverse engineer i like to take things apart see how it's built and then break you know, it break it kind of manipulate it swap things out see what happens and that's really how i learned wordpress you know i just started don't be afraid to break it is 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 what i want to tell you so yeah, yeah you're gonna do it anyway so <laughs> early on in my wordpress journey i forgot who said it it was a tutorial or something but they they said you're not really learning WordPress unless you break it, unless you get the the white screen of death and then figuring out what you did that led to that. Um, and so with, with Divi, you know, it's, I mean, it's harder to, to break stuff because, uh, you know, there's not live code. Um, but I think, yeah, that principle of kind of getting your hands dirty still applies. Yeah, I think um, you definitely learn more from sites that go wrong than sites that go right because... If you're not making mistakes, then you're never going to know how to fix them when you do go wrong. And I think that's the same as um, I found when we were developing products at the beginning, um, because we were still, I, I mean, I was still quite new to kind of the things that I was doing, but I was building them because other people needed them too. Um, and then that's when you realize, because when stuff breaks, you go, okay, well, I'm, my own skill level was enough to make it but not to fix it when I break it. So I then need to go away and kind of learn how to fix the stuff I broke. And then that's, that's really kind of probably taught me more than anything on YouTube or anywhere else was, okay, that's broke now. How do I fix it? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, pretty much the same. Uh, uh, SJ, I'm sorry, I didn't hear any of that. Can you repeat all of it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm back. Sorry, folks. My son called three times in a row. I thought it might be an emergency, so that's why I disappeared. Oh, what else? He was just, he was just hungry, right getting ready for dinner. Dad, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, well, so, okay, so once you get beyond, like, you know, having a play, trying to break things, doing layout packs, like, looking at alien themes, then, of course, if you're wanting to get a lot more in-depth, there's a bunch of courses around. So we've already mentioned there's a free course around. I know a few of these guys have some courses that are going around. So maybe if we just shout out a few of the courses that are around, um, I think it would be worthwhile. So some I've people heard brilliant things this. about transforming Divi with CSS and jQuery. That's <laughs> Divi with CSS and jQuery on Divi space. I've heard wonderful things. The guy who teaches it knows his stuff. I don't stuff. know. It's not very good like I don't. I don't. I don't rate him. He's yeah. He's some <laughs> foreigner with a thick accent. You can't understand. Oh, I've had my. If you don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> SJ is obviously the person. I would buy that course just to hear SJ's accent all day. <laughs> Purely for I, that. I've told you, Tim. I will phone you anytime you like and talk to you. SJ <laughs> yeah. has a really good course. He did bring it up. Transforming Divi with CSS and jQuery and Divi module creators course. You can check them out on Divi space. It is Black Friday week. 37% off. Get them now while they're hot. Um, so that course is really good if you want to go beyond what you've yeah. been able to do just out of the box with Divi. So if you've kind of gone as far as you can, but you still want to do more than that, then that course is really good to be able to get your CSS and jQuery knowledge like right up. So that's going to be really helpful for that. But for people who are probably a little bit more basic and they're just getting into Divi, but they want to invest a bit of money and just do a course. Like for some people, they're going to learn best with courses. Um, I think you guys, David and Tim, your course is for more people getting started in Divi and WordPress. Would that be right? I haven't done it, so I don't know. I'll let, I'm going to let Tim talk because I talk too much. So. <laughs> uh, so our course, Divi Business Expert, it covers more of the business side. So how to build a right. business around creating websites with Divi and WordPress and uh, creating recurring revenue, the sales side, landing clients, landing high paying clients, uh, comes with bonuses, all the contract templates, everything like that. We, we do talk about Divi and the powerful features and how to streamline your process and everything, but it, it isn't a intro to Divi uh, type right. of course. Um, but I... I don't know if David, if there's anything else you wanted to add, I wanted to, to mention Josh's courses as, as mm -hmm. well. Cause he's not here. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Josh Hall has, has, a, a, uh, two courses, actually a, a maintenance course as well as a CSS course. And I see, um, I haven't taken Josh's course. I haven't looked at it, but from what I understand it, it's more of a beginner CSS course where, uh, SJ's transforming Divi with CSS and jQuery, um, in, in my opinion is like a great follow-up. So Josh's course flows into SJ's course and then that flows into mine and David's, uh, Divi business expert course. So there oh, you go. dang man, you putting it all together, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And yeah. then the modules course comes after that. And then it's, a, yeah. <laughs> and then you can be a pro. There's a that are kind of here and there like um michelle noonan has a bunch of courses yeah that's one i um, was always thinking of Divi space yeah. uh, sorry design space they have um they have courses Melissa love have, has one yeah. yep designspace.co uh, michelle's is divi.academy i believe mm-hmm 
Yeah. So, I mean, there's no shortage of, of courses out there if you're looking to really level up. And the advantage of getting a course is, um, whereas when you tend to use YouTube or Facebook and things like that, um, again, it comes down to that whole, you don't know what you don't know. You will always end up with gaps in your knowledge or you won't be, you won't know how to get from one thing to another because something will be missing in the middle. These courses have been written to specifically address that. And, you know, we can go through as course creators and say, right, this is where I hope you are. And we'll give you an introduction of the sort of person you need to be to be taking this course. This is who you want to be by the end. This is everything I needed to know to get there. So now I'm going to teach you. So it is a lot more structured than, you know, searching for tutorials and things like that. I guess the only thing to keep in mind is just making sure who's running it is someone that you feel like is reliable. So the way you can do that is by asking around in the groups, like, has anyone done this course? Love to hear your experience of it or looking at reviews um, or if it's someone that, you know, knows their stuff, then it's going to be fairly reliable as well. But just making sure that it's not like just some rando that you don't know if they're actually putting together good stuff. I think that would be good. Does Gino have a course as well? I, I feel like he, he might. I don't know if he still does. I, I know he did. Or he discontinued it because he needed to update it. He mentioned that okay. he was hoping to to redo it at some point. So if it, if he ends up bringing that out at some point, I would definitely be considering that. Gino's tutorials are well worth a look at all the time because he just brings out new and exciting ways to be able to do things that you can't do out of the box. So always check out his stuff. I would also suggest. Sorry, this is probably off track of courses. But Let signing up this. to people's newsletters is all I was going to yeah. say because you won't miss stuff then. Absolutely. I do want to say that all of the people that have been mentioned here um, have been involved in the Divi community for a very yeah. long time, for three to three to four to some, you know, um, almost five years. So, you know, these are the ones that we're mentioning have, have been around. They're, they're not fly by night. They're not, you know, they're still in the Divi groups. They're still helping people out. They're still very active in the Divi community and stuff. So um, I feel really good about any of the people that we've mentioned here tonight, today so far. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Gino's course, for example, he took it down because it, it wasn't up to date. I mean, that shows that he's not just out there to make a quick buck, you know, uh, and, and mine and David's course, you know, we're adding new things, we're updating it, we're adding new, you know, bonuses, all those types of things. Um, and so, yeah, as David mentioned, not none of the, the people mentioned or courses mentioned are, you know, here today, gone tomorrow type of thing. It's, you know, long-term yeah. platforms. And a lot and of so- the people, sorry, a lot of the people that are kind of in this space, the reason that they have a bunch of tutorials and courses and things is because when Divi was new, there was this huge information deficit where um, people weren't able to do all of the things that they wanted to do. And Divi has largely improved since then and it's added features, but um, essentially people were solving problems and then saying, you know what, somebody else might need that. I'll write a tutorial. I'll write it up. Um, And that's essentially how um, a lot of the people that you see um, all of the time in these tutorials or a lot of the sites that pop up in Google got there is because they were the first people um, to offer up that information to other people. So definitely. They earned that spot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and it's also, it's a nice bit of, um, you know, payback to sort of say, okay, I've done like the last two years for free on the back of all of the tutorials you put together. I'll yeah. I'll drop some, some dosh on one of your courses, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. David, I don't know if you want to clear something up in the chat. 
is yeah, the I, Divi um, modules yeah. creator course included in the Divi space lifetime membership? Yeah, I was just typing okay. that in here. I guess it does make more <laughs> sense for me to talk to the camera, but absolutely. We re-released the lifetime membership for Black Friday as a special. We discontinued it earlier in the year and our two courses are included in that. So, I mean, if you're going to buy one of those courses, <laughs> you, you may want to consider just getting that lifetime <laughs> membership because you get everything coming out, everything we got, and then some. So yeah. that's the best. Close value. this down before they make too many <laughs> right, We're done. See y'all next week. We're done with Divi Chat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so now that we're done with all our self-promotion, um, I reckon we also need Whoa, to... Oh, be... I wasn't done yet. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm never done with self-promotion. I never start. <laughs> That's true. Leslie never self-promotes ever. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. So, Leslie, do you have any courses coming up? No, God, no, no. No, I did have... Actually, I feel kind of bad because I had... um a really long, super long blog post that took you step by step. Um, and I had it up for like a year and it didn't get too much traffic. I wasn't really sure that people were even using it and it sucked up a lot of resources. So I was like, you know, let me just get rid of it. I got like 10 emails in that first week asking where it went. I had no idea and I felt really bad, but um, I didn't put it back up. Instead, I actually directed them to some of y'all's stuff and Daryl's YouTube. Um, because I would have to go through it. Dibby had so much updates since I started it. And it's a long post. I just couldn't put the time to that. So, so yeah, I did have sort of, of course, but no, I don't anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that would be a good example where you were sending that out by your uh, subscribe thing, right? Like you said, I know I didn't No, I just let people find oh, it. <laughs> oh, I, you were doing a week by week. Thing. Well, I, I would do like an update of what I added, but um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. being subscribed meant that you got to know that information was out there. So, so she yeah. is an email marketer. Um. Yeah, I was <laughs> <laughs> for a little while. <laughs> if she sends sense, all of our emails to spam. <laughs> <laughs> right. She does. She sends all of our emails to spam. That's right. I forgot about that. I told you thanks, that. thanks for reminding <laughs> All right. Well, hey. What are some other good resources for learning Divi? Did we talk about elegant themes and how mm -hmm. awesome their blog okay. is? It's not only good for learning Divi. It's great for learning WordPress. They have one of the top WordPress blogs on the internet. So um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really good. And well, in addition to that, go ahead, Tim. I was going to say their YouTube channel is also great. A lot of the tutorials yeah. will have accompanying videos as well. And one thing I noticed is I don't know how many they've done this for, but they've gone back to old blog posts that didn't have videos and added videos. And oh, so, cool. so following the YouTube video, you know, and subscribing to Elegant Themes YouTube, you can, you know, see when those things are added, uh, which is pretty cool. What were you going to say, Leslie? Oh, I was going to say that before we came on, SJ um, had mentioned a lot of it. If you not Divi aside, if you're interested, maybe you don't know if you're going to stay in Divi and it's good to prepare yourself in case you don't. If you just learn CSS and HTML and web basics, don't think about Divi, you can still apply it to Divi because you're going to learn how to use classes and IDs. And that's all you really need to kind of learn how to grab if you learn to use the spec and stuff. So, you know, if you want to be a little less limited and maybe not so Divi focused, just focus on CSS and HTML and starting the basics. And then you can, uh, you know, apply that to Divi and maybe someday you want to try Elementor or whatever. You're still set up. You're already set up. So, yeah. you know, that's another thing to try. 
We yeah, will disown you, like, but you can do it. Did she if just I use the E word on Divi Chat? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't believe you. Know, I'm like, this is the last time y'all will see me, folks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting smooth. <laughs> uh, I've never the, used it. Does that help? <laughs> in addition to what Leslie said. As Leslie is now dead to me. <laughs> hey, man, I've seen you in the elemental community. <laughs> A girl in her elementor. Right, as they did their group. I'm not. <laughs> I've seen you helping people. I'm, I'm nah. in their group, but just to get good ideas for, yeah, right. for, for Divi. But in all honesty, like yeah, CSS is going to make the biggest difference to you, both with Divi or with anything that you're going to be using, because you can manipulate stuff and to be able to make it look the way you want to look if you can't do it with a module then you can do most of it with css and if not then maybe with a jquery but really if that feels beyond you like just getting to know css really well whether you do a course like what sj has sure go for it but there's plenty of resources out there whether it's just on youtube or like that w3 school or i can't remember the other ones that are like the really w3 code academy W3 yeah. School, Code Academy, Stack Overflow. Stack Overflow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. um, and, and, sorry, <clears throat> I forgot what I was going to say then. Anyway, there's, there's tons of free ones out there where if you're just trying to work out how to do one thing, like you can just Google that one thing and then you can apply that to Divi. So um, getting to know CSS in general or getting to know WordPress in general is going to be really helpful for Divi itself. So a lot of, I think, what we all spend time doing isn't really Divi focused, but we apply it to Divi. So I think getting to know a whole bunch of podcasts that are out there that you're going to find useful, signing up to people's newsletters, that stuff is going to help you, even though they may not be Divi specific at all. They may even be like Elementor specific or whatever, but you can then apply it to Divi. So don't just get yourself stuck in the idea that you have to look for something Divi specific because it can be way more broad than just Divi, but it can help you with what you're doing with Divi. I just yeah, want I think- to warn y'all, hold on, Tim, that if the E word gets used three times in Divi chat, <laughs> YouTube explodes. Sorry, I should have Go said ahead, be Tim. the builder. Let's use another builder. Like you could look at <laughs> be the builder specific stuff, but you can still apply it to Divi. There you go. Let's not pretend you didn't wet your pants at WordCamp when we ran into the creator. Of- <laughs> right. We got it. We got a selfie. <laughs> SJ and I got a selfie with the Elementor CEO and <laughs> Oh yeah. oh yeah, the all three, the trifecta. <laughs> yeah, and the Beaver Builder guys are awesome. We met them too, and they were great. So we're not against other builders, but obviously we're focusing on Divi. But that doesn't mean that when you're learning, you need to focus on Divi to be able to make it apply. All right, I'm gonna talk. I've been trying to say this, and you guys keep talking about <laughs> Elementor. <laughs> Let him talk. The same thing that that Sarah and Leslie have been saying about learning general CSS, you know, and applying it to Divi, I think goes for the design side of things too, because Divi is just a a tool. And and while there's a lot of built-in things like layouts and, you know, all the effects you can do that can enhance the design, like if you don't know how to design a website and, um, and I've seen a lot, you know, no offense to anyone, you know, that isn't a gifted designer, but I've seen a lot of Divi sites that have gone horribly wrong because when you have all that power and flexibility at your fingertips, it's easy to mess it up. And so like, like Squarespace, for example, um, is kind of like the complete opposite where like, it's kind of hard to screw up Squarespace because they don't let you do anything. Like, you know, like you can't fuck it up. I mean, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So Divi it is. And so I think learning like design fundamentals and 
um, looking at a website and not just knowing what looks good, but why it looks good is a, a tremendous skill, you know, whether you stick with Divi, whether you stick with WordPress or not. Yeah. Yeah. So there's plenty of courses around that can help you with that stuff as well. Like um, I know I spent a lot of time on lynda.com when I first started doing web stuff, but that's a quite expensive option. There's plenty of courses on Udemy, of course, look at the reviews and make sure they're good ones around. But there's other ways that you can learn what makes good design principles, what makes really good websites, like how does mobile compatibility work? Should you start mobile first or desktop first? Like there's um, making it like uh, available for people who can't see different colors. Like there's a whole bunch of things that you can learn in all sorts of different places that are just design focused. And of course you can apply it to Divi. So oh, make any yeah. difference. You kind of touched on something. I wish I had learned more about accessibility when I started. I never really, I have never really focused on accessibility. I've never realized what a big deal it was, to be honest. Um, And, you know, I mean, like, you don't know what you don't know. So um, it's a big deal. Um, And I'm kind of glad it's coming more into the forefront and in a lot of discussions, especially with the the Gutenberg stuff coming up. Um, So yeah, if you're in a, if you're starting out, don't leave out accessibility. I did. And now I'm later on learning it. So, (laughs) yeah. I'm smiling at the chat. It's pretty awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I'm smiling at Murphy behind him. Yeah. Just to talk again to what Tim was saying about design. So it's so important. You can't, we can't overstate how important it is to still know design principles as well as how to code, because I know people that are three times the coder I will ever be but their website looks like it was made in Microsoft Paint. (laughs) (laughs) They're still not getting the level of clients that they want to be getting because nobody trusts them. And they, you could be a genius coder and still look shit on the front end. So you need to, it needs to be a pairing of those two skills. So as important as learning code languages is make sure you keep up the creative side of your brain so that you don't end up with a big brain over here and a tiny little design brain over here. It needs to be two, (laughs) two equal hemispheres. And if you're just not built that way, then team up with someone who is and then, you know, you can work together. Don't feel like you have to have every single skill under the sun. If you don't have it, that's okay. Just find a friend. You know, we tell our clients, um, if, if this is something that's not your your strength, maybe it's something you need to hire out, like copywriting or stuff. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing for us. You know, like I've had to hire Elster to write some code for me that I couldn't do. And I've had developers hire me to help them to design their site. You know, we need to take our own advice sometimes and be like, you you can't wear all the hats and expect to do a great job at everything. Yeah. And you certainly can't keep developing. Like I've noticed that over time I started out designing and developing my sites right from the beginning. But as I went forward, I realized that I enjoyed the building part of it more than I enjoyed the design part of it. And so I found a friend locally who's a graphic designer and now she's on the team with me. And so she designs and I build them. And that's great because I can let my brain not be worrying so much about design stuff and I can let her keep developing in web design and I can keep developing in how to build. We did the opposite, I, Sarah. I stuck with design we, and now I work with, yeah. We should have teamed up. <laughs> right? But yeah, I, I think right. like it means you can't, like you cannot continue to expand in every single area. At some point you're going to have to accept that you can't, be absolutely fabulous at everything you're only going to stay kind of averagely going ahead so at some point you might want to consider specializing a little bit and expanding who you're working with so tobias asked a question in the chat which i think is a good question it goes with kind of what we 
talked about. And I know we've mentioned a couple, lynda.com as a resource. Um, but are there any other, as a developer, where they can learn design? Any good resources that you guys know? Ladies. I know we mentioned lynda.com. So I don't personally know any. So maybe you guys. Design principles. Do. I mean, I have done a few, I've done a few courses through Udemy that I found really useful um, that talked about like the design that. process. Um, so like where you actually start. So not just starting at a computer. I know a lot of people in Divi now just start straight in Divi ready to design, but there's, you know, there's some great courses around that I did that helped me understand, okay, start with a grid, start with some paper, start like, thinking through what elements need to be on those kind of things before you start looking at how to pretty it up and how to make it all unified and those kind of things. So, but really Linda and Udemy are the only ones that I've looked at, but with Udemy, please, please, please look at the reviews because some are crap. Like, you know, there are plenty of really crap courses on there, but there's some good ones too. I do know of a site um, written for developers about design. I, I have to think of it. I have to remember it, but there is one good site I came across. There's not a lot. You uh, guys are going to have to go to our YouTube channel <laughs> in our website. But another thing to bear in mind is that Divi comes with a whole bunch of layouts that are expertly designed. Like yeah, they true. are beautiful. So really, if you are a developer looking to add functionality beyond what Divi does, use a layout and then add your functionality to that and just try not to mess it up. Try to stick to the same principles that are used in the layouts. Um, another thing I do is go to awards. So a www awards, um, and just have a look at the design, the designs that are winning awards all of the time and go, okay, well, they're obviously cream of the crop. If I can make something that looks like this, but functions how I need it to, then I'm onto a winner. I'm again, I'm, I'm middling in both. So I, I'm good enough at code that I can see and know where I need to know more. I'm good enough at design to see where I need to know more. So I'm, probably better handling two different people that can do those things separately, but can't bring them together. But for me, I have to constantly refer to other designs and things. Cause I wouldn't, my brain doesn't work in a way that I can create that from scratch. I don't see finished sites. I have to look at stuff for inspiration and say, okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I think that's great advice because like for any of us, that's probably where we've learned the most is looking around at other websites I like I like looking at awards but to be honest I feel like a lot of it is so custom that it doesn't apply heaps to a lot of the websites that I'm doing but what I find works really well in terms of inspiration for me is just looking around in the same industry but maybe in a different city so that you know it's not going to matter if you steal some little elements from bits and pieces you're not going to look like you're copying too much um, but just looking around at other websites in the same industry that you're building a website for and see what are they consistently doing? Is there a theme about what they're doing or is there one and it just looks really good, then maybe stealing some of the color scheme from that or stealing some of like the shadows. If you know enough in CSS, then what you can do is you can use the inspect element to like look up, well, what shadow did they use there? And just fully steal that shadow and put it onto your I just your did that photos. the other day. Somebody, did, yeah. I saw a site and it did like a little highlight thing on certain words. And I was like, what did they do there? And I saw it. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's <laughs> like, honestly, that's where I've learned the most things. And that's probably where I learn a lot of my CSS is just 
using Inspect on other people's websites that I feel like they have a really great font or the, the spacing in the letters just looks really nice on this website or the sizing looks really good. Going and inspecting other people's websites is probably where I learn the most at the moment. Yeah, that's really good advice. I, I think uh, design, it's a it's like a muscle. You have your design muscle and you have to like work it out. And a lot of that is designing, but then also uh, like Sarah said, like analyzing and what SJ said, you know, looking for inspiration. I, I look at dribble a lot. Um, awards, awwwawards.com is good too. Um, and I think uh, kind of like what David was saying earlier, like re reverse engineering, you know, a Divi layout is how he learns. I think design can be similar. Looking at a really good website, you know, it looks good, but you're not sure why and kind of like dissecting it and, and looking at the color scheme separate and looking at the, you know, the images and, and everything. Um, and, and I feel like if you look at like the, I guess the anatomy of a well-designed website, like you can take out some of those things and replace it with like crappy images, for example, it's yeah. going to like ruin the design or you can take like an awesome website and like replace the color scheme with like a terrible unmatching color scheme. It's going to ruin it. And so like, once you kind of learn like the, the, uh, the different parts of it and, and how they all come together, then you can like, uh, you know, analyze it. And so I, I am what I call a trial and error designer where I have a really good eye for design, but I don't always know how to get there. And so it takes like a lot of like trial and error. And then eventually if I do it long enough, you know, it'll, <laughs> it'll start to look good. Um, but I think that's part of the design muscle. You know, the more you do it, the more yeah. you can get it to look good, you know, on less tries. The other thing I see a lot of people doing in the Facebook groups is asking like, hey, have you built a Divi website that's for like gardeners or whatever? And I would say go look at inspiration that's not Divi because Divi out of the box kind of has a standard look and like the layout packs are great and all of that. But I think sometimes it's really good to go look at Squarespace or go look at like just other websites that you know are specifically not Divi and then see if you can push your skills to pull that stuff off. Because I think sometimes we can get a bit too caught up in a Divi gardener website. Get in this bubble. Whatever. And I, I did that for a long time. And then yeah. I would start looking at other sites like, oh, yeah, you can do a lot more. <laughs> yeah. And that's where you can really push um, both design, but also push Divi to be doing a lot more than just what we traditionally have seen. And because if you're asking for just Divi designs, you're only going to see what's been up until now. You're not looking into what's potentially design future. So looking around beyond Divi, I think is well worth it. Yeah, I would say don't even look at the niche. I say if you're doing a gardening website, go to a gardening website to see what it needs to include from a structure and content point of view. Mm. But then look at other designs to see how to kind of bring around the design. Because you don't want a, a website that looks just like the other websites in your niche. It doesn't yeah. stand out. It doesn't serve its purpose. As long as you've got the right structure and content there, it could look like anything. Why make it look like everything else? One of my favorite websites is the Space Jam website, which is still running now. <laughs> and it looks, it looks horrendous. Space Jam but it's the movie? Yeah, yeah. The Space Jam the movie website is still live. I'll have to look at it. You can go and look at it. Yeah, and like, why just, is it your favourite? Because it just doesn't function like another website. It's like, you know, that Ling's Cars website that goes <laughs> on. I just think it grabs your attention. I like... I've, I must have seen millions of websites, but I always remember that space. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is awesome. This is not. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, 10 people make a new Diddy website. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't act like you don't love it. 
<laughs> wow. Ooh, I'm okay. looking at photos from the film. So, could I give just three tips for people that aren't designers that want to make Ooh. good websites? No. Thank you. Um, <laughs> sure you can. So, so tip one is you, it, there's never too much space. So people want to compact everything into a small space. Spacing makes all the difference. So I'm not just talking about padding. I'm talking about line height, space between letters, spread out a bit, you know, especially if you're on a, a, a website that has minimal content, spread your shit out, make it kind of fill the space. Stop trying to cramp everything into this tiny thing. Um, the other thing is consistency. So if you've got buttons up here that have five pixels border radius and then buttons, buttons down here, <laughs> that are circular, um, you're going to boil Leslie's piss. So <laughs> don't do it. And the other thing is micro interactions. So how do buttons behave when you hover over them? What happens to a title once if you hover over it? How do links look different to standard text? Little micro interactions that show people that what they're about to do is going to perform an action will help drive your CTAs and drive content. So you'll stop getting a ridiculously high bounce rate because people just look at one page and go, oh, I didn't even know that was a link, so I didn't click it. Make your links look like links. Make sure that yeah. you know there's a clear flow to what you're trying to do. Where are you trying to drive people towards? I always say just of three things, just say, um, so what do you want? What, in an ideal world, what would somebody do when they came to your site? If they didn't do that, what would the second best thing, the second best outcome of them visiting your site be? And if they didn't do that, what would be the third best outcome? And then build your design around that. Nice. Boom. And I would say on that side, also don't over animate everything, please. <laughs> oh God, but yeah. Then it's in the other way, then it's confusing what does do stuff because everything does stuff but it doesn't always go somewhere. So, and you know, that's kind of tough with Divi, I think. I mean, it does so much. It, yeah. I can see why people were like, oh my God, I can do that and that. And it's hard to edit and pull back. But just remember, hopefully, you know, it's not your first site. So you got plenty of time to, you know, play around on another site. Yeah. And, and the thing with animations too is it might not be annoying for the first time that visitor visits a site. But ideally, you want them coming back to the site. But if they're annoyed about like all the stuff that happens, all the animations that twirl right. in and everything, well, they're not going to want to come back, whether they realize it or not. It could be something, you know, very on the subconscious level of their brain that they're like annoyed at this one website. I had a, a front end developer uh, working on a site for me right around the time that Divi's animation options or the new animation options came in where you can like animate every single section <laughs> row or module. And so when I got the final result, it was things were literally like twirling in and doing backflip, <laughs> like everything was animating and it was ridiculous. It was like almost a joke. At first I thought he was joking. <laughs> yeah, like, is he trolling me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, animations and any type of interactions, less is more is the rule yeah. of thumb. But it's like if, if every section that you go to is like this. Hi. Yeah. You know, you're like, no. <laughs> I don't know if it still is, but Divi's default was to any uh -huh. image you put in had an animation attached to it. So it was always slide in, yeah. slide in. It was like, oh, yeah, this site's been made on Divi. You don't even have to inspect Element. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, totally. I think, I think we've given some awesome resources for different places to learn Divi, paid and free. Um, yeah, I'll put the links up. Yeah, we'll put all the links in the the show notes. Um, Thanksgiving week this week. 
want to say happy Thanksgiving to all the U.S. whoever's celebrating it. You know, uh, it's a big, big holiday in the U.S. here. So I know we at Divi Chat are thankful for obviously all of our normal people that come and join us each week. Um, we have a, a loyal little small group of people that come out every week and engage and chat with us. And we really yeah. do appreciate it. I'm very thankful of that. So, um, I just want to, um, as, as, as a Brit, I just want to apologize to all of your turkeys for what you're about. <laughs> to <do. laughs> It is on turkey. And this gravy, will be my, my first Thanksgiving as a vegetarian. So my family, um, well, I, I'm excited to see their reaction. <laughs> He's gonna get lots of cranberries. I'm gonna have a lot of potatoes, Alan. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> pumpkin pie. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not a vegetarian, but I'm not like a huge fan of turkey. So I don't. If I didn't eat turkey, I don't think it would be the end of the world for me for yeah. Thanksgiving. Because all the sides is what Thanksgiving is about for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, here in Louisiana, we don't just cook the turkey. We cook. A roast and you name it. Wow. Yeah, that's how my amazing. All right, David, what time is dinner? I will be over. (laughs) Actually, we're going to be in session. There's also Black Friday and Cyber Monday coming up. So you're going to see sales all over the place. So it's obviously not just these guys that have sales, but now is the opportunity, like if there's stuff that you've been interested in, it might be the time to look into a course. It might be the time to look into like WooCommerce often runs a, like a 30% off sale at this time. So if you're thinking about a plugin, but it's really expensive, now's kind of the time to jump in to some of those premium things that you've been holding off on because you feel like it's too expensive. Um, this weekend is going to be a really good opportunity for that. So I know that it's a bit sad that, you know, a special holiday has been taken over by a sale, but at the same time, it's a good <laughs> opportunity. So if there's something that you're holding out on, now is probably the time to consider whether or not you should just give it a crack. And a lot of places offer like refunds. So I know WooCommerce give you 30 days. So if there's something like you're thinking about trying, why not give it a go? And if it's not quite right, just make sure you know their refund policy, of course. I know most places don't offer refunds. So don't assume that's there. But um, yeah, it's a good good opportunity this weekend. Fantastic. Absolutely. You guys have anything else you want to say before we cut our heads off? Man. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for joining us on Divi Chat. And we'll see you guys next week after Thanksgiving. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you. Take care, everyone.